This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. Boom. Check hey one two. <laughs> I'm not Welcome. even on camera. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of How We Were Kind of Right and Mostly Wrong. This is Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock. This is... James. James, Boom. gotta say James, and we gotta say, oh, I gotta move my camera back. We have to say this, Brock. Oh, my yeah. name's on my, my drink. We have to say this. Spoiler, <laughs> we gotta go right off the bat. Spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers for Boba Fett Chapter 6. Because I'm not even gonna, I, I can't even, you can't talk about this episode without a spoiler. Nope. <laughs> uh, I told my wife, she can't. Watch this episode because it will ruin. And uh, this episode, you're like, oh, last week, that was a really good episode. No, you fool. That's what I think. I smack you. Um, yeah. But the, the biggest, the biggest, the, the biggest Brock was the, the day to take off from work was today. And Max yeah. Rebo did it. <laughs> Max Rebo took the day off and he does not. Oh, yeah. The explosion. That's the crazy. Droid, oh, yeah, my the droid drummer, the droid drummer drumming away took over for Max Rebo. So he's alive somewhere. He escaped the sail barge. He escaped wow. the bombing of Wildwash oh, wow. Bar. Yeah, Max Rebo is Palpatine. He is Shivy. <laughs> he is Mephisto. Let's just get straight into that. <laughs> We've been talking about who would the big bad be in the show, and perhaps he is the Palpatine of the show, where he's like he's always there and always aware. It's, it's uh, Rez says that's his canon now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, we'll talk uh, about that in a little bit, Pauline. We're gonna get into that a little bit. You can't see because of the lighting in here, but that is a CB. <laughs> CB, who, yeah, we talked about him showing up for quite some time. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Let's just talk a little bit. So Cad Bane obviously shows up. But, but yeah. Brock, I'm watching this episode, and uh, Cobb Vance shows up, and yeah. all the, the crazy cameos that happen in this episode. And and then Mando is talking to Cobb Vance. They're sharing a drink, and Mando flies away. And while, he's, while that scene's happening, I'm on the treadmill walking, and I'm thinking to myself, laughing, like, oh, man, we've been talking about Cad Bane all this time. We we're not gonna get Cad Bane. We but instead we got Ahsoka, we got Luke, we got Grogu, we got Mando, we got and then and then as I'm thinking it, it cuts to that wide shot and I just start laughing, my, uh, Chrome Grogu toy. Like I'm just dying of laughter because I'm like, we are getting that too all at once, just like thrown in your face, like take it, take it, and I did. Uh, it's like you think, oh yeah. They've been masterful on like 
fitting so much into an episode to the point like several like i think from the episode where they show how he he saves panic i like that episode going forward all of them i was like oh wow this is going fast and it's not fast it's like they're just putting so much in and by the time they're finished one part of the story you're like oh that's the episode right like no more um i was like because I watched this in parts because I was at work. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, what are you like? Why, why are they just jettisoned Boba Fett from this show? And don't get me wrong. He's barely in this episode, but like, it's much better than last. Like that was like, again, I was like, oh, but, but like, this is a show about Boba Fett, but like, uh, well, it was great. It's, it's the book of Boba Fett. I, and now yeah. I'm starting to, to realize that this show is I like a book, and it's telling the story of possibly how Boba Fett came into power or how he saved mm-hmm. uh, Tatooine, right? Yeah. And so we're meeting Mando is part of that, so he's like the side story for it, and it's all kind of coming coming together. The, the Luke stuff threw me off, and Luke looked good. Like, he looked Yeah! Good. That was... And uh, that was like... It's like... By the end of his like segment of it, I was like, "No, I see it now." But like, I was thinking about that because, like, remember what last the season two of Mandalorian they put it were yeah. amazed, but then someone on the internet went and like made it better. I was like, I, "Is this this dude? Did that? Is this like his like they first did hire showing? Him, right, Lucas from They hired him. Like, oh, yeah. I, I'm. I hope. I hope there's like a beyond behind the scenes like gallery or whatever, and they talk about that because I don't. Like they did like one episode in season two of Mandalorian, but like I think they definitely well, they did talk about do. that quite a bit. I actually, no word of a lie, just watched mm. that maybe two or three weeks ago for the first time. No, oh, I didn't watch it when it came out, and then I forgot about it. Mm. And I was I was writing something, and I and I don't know why, but I felt like I was like, oh no, I haven't watched that, so I I put it on and watched it. Mm. And yet they actually they talk about deep fake and all these other mm. variations of doing it and um oh, and okay. talking about how it is scary but the one thing that they said is as much as that's Mark Hamill no nothing nothing spoken in Mando season 2 was Mark Hamill's voice that was all like computer yeah. generated vocals so yeah i imagine that's what it was in this one as well cuz his voice was like almost pitch perfect to the era i think there's <laughs> a few things where it was like oh i don't know but um it was uh Here's a, a res. The book of many different things that happened that caused the death of Boba Fett. <laughs> That's pretty good. Look, this episode um, started off wild, like wild. I, I, so I'm not, yeah. I I like watching like the intros to shows and mm-hmm. I watch the credits to a lot of shows, but I don't really watch recaps often. Mm, interesting. I retain well. I retain a lot of it, and I'm just bored. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to recap. Let's get to it. That's how I, I'm like. I have no time. I have no patience. If I, if I, it's something that I haven't. If it's like a season recap, Brock, I will usually <coughs> rewatch the season recap if like it's been mm-hmm. like a year or whatever. But I don't watch this episode. I, I was compelled to watch the recap because mm-hmm. the thing. Re, one of the reasons why I don't watch recaps, and I think we talked about this in Mando season two, is a lot of shows when they have those recaps. They kind of allude to what the show's going to 
be about that you're about to watch. So they'll throw in, you know, it's not just a recap of the episode beforehand. It's a recap of that episode, but also, oh, remember this that happened six weeks prior? That's going to put. So that's why I kind of stopped watching recaps because they give away threads like that. I watched yeah. on this one. They totally went all in on, on a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was kind of glad that I did watch it just because it got me amped up for this yeah. episode. I was like, Oh, like, like as soon as I saw that recap, I was like, we're in for something. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I was, I, I even thought about that while watching that recap, uh, what stood out for me was like the dialogue between the armor and Mando where it's like, we, we don't do this. And like, and he, she says something and he's like, that goes against everything we believe in. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't really pick up on that. Cause then that's when they're, I think melting the Beskar spear. And then later she gives him attitude about the helmet and all that. And he's like downtrodden. Cause he, you know, he loves being a Mandalorian, but like, I just like I do like that they threw in that part where he's like, "Wait a second, like this is starting to not make sense." And perhaps that's just the Mando evolving as a character. Like obviously Grogu has had a huge effect on him, but he's still devoted to his creed. Like I thought that was interesting that they included that. So yeah, like but I agree. It's like sometimes it gives away too much. Of what they're gonna go back in, because like if you're on watching a show where like they have a couple threads going on, like perhaps you've forgotten. But yes, yeah. So, but yeah, like, oh, man. like when he's flying and lands on this like forest moon, I'm like, <laughs> are we? Oh no, actually, the fact that it starts with Mando immediately, I'm like. He's gonna go deliver this thing, and of course, it was chainmail. Like <laughs> it was exactly what we thought it was. Like, um, but man, like R two, like right off the bat, you're like genius. Well, let's start. Uh, it started off with uh, Cobb Vanth, though. Cobb Vanth. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I skipped that part. That was like the the tease at the up top. Yeah, which uh, I love that. Uh, absolutely great. We saw like a souped up version of Luke Speeder from A New Hope where the Pikes was traveling with Spice. And you kind of see what Spice is and you see that Cobb yeah. is not having any part of that. And that also sets up the finale of this show that Cobb Vant is an excellent uh, gunslinger. Yeah. Take out, you know, three, three Pikes, save one. He should have taken out that last one. He might not, he might be in better shape right now. But then, yeah, from there, from, from there we get the title though, and the t- title was "A Stranger from the Desert" or "In yeah. from the Desert a Stranger Comes." I love the titles of these shows; they're so Western. Yeah. But it, but but I was like, oh, so Kavan. I was like, but Kavan's not a stranger, but I guess he's a stranger to so whatever. So whatever. That the title was about Cad Bane though, which was kind of. Yeah. I was like, oh, snap, that's the stranger from the desert. Um, but anyway, so then we get to R2 on your forest moon of of Endor or wherever. And um, yeah, starts off with R2. And I uh, I texted a friend uh, and I said, man, R2 is Star Wars. There's yep. just like, and it could be, it could be like our generation, my generation, like just, but there's something when I see R2, it's like, I know where I am right now. I'm watching Star Wars. There's nothing more Star Wars than R2 to me. So we get there, Brock. And and you were talking about it a little bit, but where, where did you 
did you expect it to go in a different direction? Um, no, I don't know if I had an expectation. It was just sort of like, yes, like this is what we're in for, like immediately. Like, and it's just, it's like, it's like being in new in a new world, right? Because it's like, oh, you're like, oh god, they're gonna do this, and then they're like, oh, and here, here's some crazy droids that are are building a, a temple or a building or whatever, and then a, a bench, <laughs> like, uh, like it's just like this is it. This is exactly like honestly, this whole series, this whole season has felt like if like Ralph McQuarrie was like, then we'll do this, like. <laughs> I know we've they've always like especially Filoni has lifted a lot of ideas from his concept art, but it's just like it's 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 very the show is very true to like what would George do, and like I thought that like the second Luke starts doing flips and running running through the forest because it's like he doesn't run like in the prequels right like Obi Wan and Qui Gon and Mace don't really move the way. Luke does, and I think honestly that's just like let's make a move like he runs on in Empire, like when he's on on Dagobah, how he runs through the Force. It's like actually, this is like almost exactly like that. And it felt like it when he goes up on the, in the bamboo tree, like I that felt like Ray in uh, Last yeah. uh, um, Rise of the Skywalker. Like I like that. I was just like maybe it's just a whatever, but like the way even though it, we know it's not Mark Hamill, it's like he they they shot it and it looks like what they would shoot in the late 70s early 80s like i love that because it's like why why wouldn't like, he doesn't have to be super like this is how luke moves this is how he uses the force i'm like so good and like you're right you were saying earlier like it looks so good like we know it's not him but it looks so good and you're like this is awesome like it's everything you ever dreamed of and like it's 40 years later you're like oh my gosh so fantastic it it's funny because um people are saying how uh, favreau flown in and retcon the sequels but these are leading right into what we've seen though no i don't want to talk about that i want yeah, these yeah. are leading beautifully into mm. like them or hate them it doesn't matter they exist they're part of yeah. the war they're part of the story and the fact that he built was building mm -hmm. the school the temple that we see yeah yeah in, in the sequels like this is where we're going like it, i i think this show like really and the, the whole disney plus shows so for the mandoverse feloni favreau whatever verse what it really benefits from is uh the, the fact that there are sequels so it's a prequel but the fact mm -hmm. that there are the original trilogy and the prequels where it is also a sequel and it kind of gets to do what the, it it does what the clone wars did what you love about the clone wars mm. where now it can it can take the sequels and it can expand on that but also it could take what came right before it and expand on that and now everything can be fleshed out more and we can have a greater appreciation of everything that came before and everything behind it and and rez uh, just said kathleen rehired but we got news brock <laughs> coming in coming in right now i'm checking it check the board Kathleen Kennedy's been fired. 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 Finally. This is like ahead of like how I wanted to say it, but like the second those credits rolled and it's like directed by Dave Filoni, I'm like, and it's like, boom, written by 
John Favreau and Dave Filoni. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and then it's like executive producer, um, Robert Rodriguez, but he's on everyone. And then like Kathleen Kennedy just like, like just jabbing you. It's like, you're like, I don't think it's a matter of like, did you do you like this series or do you not? Like, that's fine. If you don't like it, that's fine. Like, some people don't like certain Marvel movies, but this is, this is Star Wars. Like, this show, like, it's, like, all out. They, they're like, we could just throw Grogu in here for five minutes. No, no, we're going to have a whole storyline that almost doesn't have anything to do with Mando, and it's going to be him and Luke, and it's going to be amazing. Oh, and also, we'll throw Ahsoka in, and she's going to be like, I'm a friend of the family. I'm like... <laughs> it's like that's everything. Like, remind me of. Mm-hmm. She reminds him of his father. I was gonna say that's all. Yeah, yeah, that. But he, she says that though. She's like, "I'm a friend of the family." I know. Which is like, yeah, it's just like, and you don't have to ever go back to that again. It's just, it's a matter of like, there it is. It's rec- recognized. Like, I don't know. It's <coughs> sorry. Um fantastic like i points because i like i said i was watching in in shifts it was like i'm like i don't know like they like like couldn't we just do this in season two of mandalorian but like no why not like it's just like i'm along for the ride at this point and it's just like they that's, pull all the stuff that's it is there eight episodes it's or along seven for the ride there's seven next week <sighs> is it it's done we so then, uh, then we're out until until Mando season three. Oh, until Obi Wan then Andor. So actually, Heidi mm-hmm. has. Uh, I never tell me the odd that we're going to talk about uh, mm-hmm. during that segment of of the show. But right now, we're diving into what we just watched uh, this morning. People wake. You know, this is the one where people stayed up till three a.m. Woke up at three a.m. I'm like, I applaud you because this is one that that was definitely yeah. exciting. This was one that you can't talk about without spoiling. And um, I try not to spoil on Twitter. I do, uh, Brock, I do a top five on the Rebels mm-hmm. Go account every Monday from the episode before. I wait till Monday and I said, right. no spoilers. And people were saying that pictures, and I saw pictures from this episode were being spoiled all oh over the God. place by like 12 p.m. Eastern time. Like 12 p.m. Eastern. Ahsoka was there. Luke was there. Pictures all over. Um, wasn't, wasn't really, um, wasn't really my thing. Because uh, I yeah. don't like spoiling, but we—I mean, obviously on the show we do, but we're talking about it and we warn people ahead of time about it. But next week, whew, man, when Plo Koon shows up, still <laughs> no Hondo, still no Hondo, waiting oh, for Hondo to get to get there. It's just gonna anyway, be a matter of time. Let's stick with. No, yeah, definitely. So we get in there. We got Ahsoka. Kind of does her shtick with uh, Mando. Mando then takes off. He heads out. And we have the training, and in that training with Grogu, Brock mm. is one of the is the is the moment that I think we've all been dying for since we found out that there was a fifty year old, a force sensitive out there, yeah, and that is the Jedi Temple flashback, Revenge of the Sith, Order sixty six, <laughs> yeah. clone troopers punching down the wall, taking out Jedi. Do we know which Jedi? were killed is my I don't know opinion. yeah because they, they, like they, they linger on that lightsaber right and I I don't yeah. know whose that is but they linger on a lightsaber somebody's got to know who whose that is um and, but then you see Grogu there and then and 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 it was it was Brock 
um, it's like poetry, it rhymes, very reminiscent of season one of The Mandalorian when the Mando is a young, is a foundling and he's in like that cave and then the, 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 the roof or the hood or whatever opens up and a droid is there. And that's kind of how this one ended with the clone trooper approaching baby Grogu. And we don't know the aftermath of that at all. Wouldn't like it be crazy <laughs> if we see a new version of that at some point or an extended version of that. One of the clones takes off the helmet and it's Jango Fett's face, right? And then at some point in maybe Mando season two, three, Grogu meets Boba and freaks out because it's like, oh my god! And like, I would like, I love that because like, yeah, it's like almost mirroring Mando's experience, but then like flipping it on its head—that'd be crazy. But uh, yeah, that was great, and I was, I was like. We were talking about how, oh, maybe we'll see some clones in this, like, or, like, flashbacks to some clones. And, like, we got it, but it's not, like, I thought, like, it would be somehow young Boba interacting with clones or something like that. And not the case, but, like, this is fantastic. Like, I mean, you don't want to see them (laughs) just shooting Jedi, but, like, it's like, (laughs) oh, man. I got to bring this point up by Vermont Mike Pauline. Maybe when Mando takes off with Grogu, Han drops young Ben Solo <laughs> off. Could be. Um, could be. You never know. Ben, uh, Girls with Sabres have, I, I don't know if anyone knows this, but they, they really like Ben Solo. Mm. And they have discovered that Ben Solo's theme is actually in um, one of the Grogu scenes in this episode. You can oh, interesting. Ben Solo's theme. Family. I got. I actually. Can I? I got to say something right off the bat. And I, I, I'm not a music guy, but by any means, as you know, I'm tone deaf. I think everything sounds great. I have an album from the band Lit from 1999. Like I have. I don't have good taste in music. By the way, Semi Charm Life, 25 years old this year. But anyway, <laughs> I don't have good taste in music. But I was watching this episode, and the music was, um, incredible. In that it took themes from every avenue of of Star Wars and put them all in yeah. seamlessly and effortlessly. Like you got the Ben Solo theme, obviously is in there, but you got the Mando theme. You have um, Pauline. We also love the Girls with Sabers. We had the uh, <laughs> you know theme from the original trilogy kind of come in and play out and. And, and Boba's theme, <clears throat> which I think the music on the show has been great as a whole, but but it, this episode, just the way it took all of the different themes that we, we are yeah. familiar with even and inter, interwoven it with, with the, the new stuff, I, it just it felt epic. Yeah. Like, I didn't... I rewatched the last episode with Reham and she picked up immediately... Or not... or We watched the last three episodes kind of together... And she picked up immediately where they use that Mando uh, sting to point out, like this is this is hap- this is what's happened from this is Fennec getting shot, and then later, obviously, he when he appears, you get it right away, or mm-hmm. or no, sorry, at the end of the episode, you hear that music play, right? She picked on up up on that right away. Like it is genius how it's like we can give this mute this like web this episode a vibe but then we can also communicate through i know that's what music does generally but like 
specific messages of like, this is Ben Solos. You're like, if you know the tune, you're like, that's fantastic. So it's like, just like hitting like every cylinder on this. Like, it's crazy. And like, yet like, I, we kind of skipped over it. We, you mentioned it, but I didn't really comment. The, like, Tim Oliphant is killing it in this show. It's like, he's on the screen at the beginning, and you're like, yeah. Like, it's so much is said, like, and you're just like, it. that part is what works into, like, the Boba Fett story where it's like, no, no, like, the Pikes aren't allowed here. This is not, you're not, like, we run this 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 part. You don't do your business here. Here's your warning. Don't don't take it. Okay, here's your second warning. And I'm going to take something from you. Like, that was so cool. Like, he's so good at being cowboys. Like, (laughs) I mean, he had two shows about it. (laughs) He's also um, great in Scream (laughs) 2. Of course. Um, But yeah, like, (laughs) like, I can't. We've talked about this over and over again. I can't believe Cad Bane is, is in live action now. And looks... Like real good. Is it the same voice? It sounded a little different. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, our friend Sheldon just sent me a text and he said he's still he's listening to us right now. He won't comment, no. but he's listening. He says he's still stunned. Yeah. He's still <laughs> that's that's like the vibe on, on Twitter too. I mean, I know there's whatever, but it's like people are just like <gasps> and I gotta watch it again. I've actually to be honest, I've watched episode one twice. Uh, because I watched it with Aaron. That's the only mm. one I've watched multiple times. And uh, this episode I watched twice as well. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that was... <clears throat> it was great. And Timothy Olyphant is is a great actor, though. Because mm-hmm. um, he's in Scream 2. <laughs> no other... <laughs> but, like, it's just... Huh? He's like... It's funny, because, like, he's wearing basically the same clothes, except minus the yeah. Boba Fett armor. And he looks skinny... And he's got that like massive like kerchief, and it's like yeah. it still looks cool. Like it's just like like they just really have been playing up the whole like gunslinger look, especially in this episode. But like, oh man, it's it's like they have laser guns, but it's still like like I know it's awesome. But if you watch the the Cad Bane episode of uh, Bad Batch when he shows mm. up on the Bad Batch, yeah. The shot, the showdown shot with Hunter and Cad Bane mm. is like the distance and the framing is so similar to what we saw today. This, yeah. It was great. Oh. I gotta say, that was um I I it was kind of suspenseful watching it the first time because I was like, I I you know Cad Bane's not gonna die. Yeah, it's like they could they could off. I didn't care about deputy dude, but like they could off uh Cobb Van easy. Like you can, you can off him. No, no problem at all. No one will cry. I mean, people will cry, but you can you can off him. So I wasn't really sure where they were going. It's pretty clear he survived it, and I think yeah. he was. And I think he was left. He survived it on purpose. I think uh, Cad Bane let him live. Yeah. Uh, you know, he shot him to save his own hide, and then he took out the deputy yeah. sheriff. Like. <laughs> He took him out. He's like, bow, 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 bow. there's no question about that. And Dale says, yes, it's the same voice. It is the same voice uh, for Cat for uh, Cad Bane. Cad Bane, um, I love the reveal, how it's, his head was down just yeah. out of his mouth. And uh, I'm really excited to see this episode and to hear um, from people who don't know who he is. 
I'm really yeah, that's curious how he's exactly what I was thinking. Like, I'm mean, I already told myself when I watched this with Brieham because she says she wants to watch it tonight. Like, I'm not gonna be like, wow, because like she has no idea who it is, but I think like it's he's going to be interesting because like visually he looks just amazing and like his introduction is like boom yeah like and he's a threat he's a clear threat it doesn't mm-hmm. you don't need to you yeah. don't need to you don't need to know who he is to know that mm-hmm. he's a threat in this episode but i was talking to my sister who watches these shows on fridays which by the way i did tweet out i i prefer the friday release date for the shows it's nice to have it going into the weekend you get to watch it blah, blah, blah. but anyway whatever who cares um she watches it on the fridays and i'm like and i almost said something and i was like she's not gonna care she's never seen the clone wars right like yeah care about that. but i'm curious to see what people who haven't seen the think of this character because yeah. i i thought he was i mean kind of on the same level i mean it's kind of like black chrysanthemum right like yeah. same type of like just obviously a little bit more threatening i think cad bane was well a different type of threatening Mm. Whereas Christina's like, he's going to rip your arms off. Cadman, you're like, oh, he's just like Clint Eastwood. Like, well, he's just going to shoot you kind of guy. So I'm very curious yeah. about that. Can't wait. Yeah. Like, um, it's let's... just, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go. Yeah. It's, it's, I think this is what we've been clamoring for, for since we started this podcast. Like, we just like show us more aliens and put them at the forefront. Like, with Black Christensen and now Cod, Cod, uh, Cod. <laughs> Cad Bane, like, it's just like, it looks good. Like, it's not just like, yeah, no, it looks good. Like, it's crazy. Um, Yeah, like, I am, like, I have no idea what's going to happen next. And, like, it's uh, the whole scene with the, the bar getting blown up. It's just like, this is, that's like, that's the, the first shot of the war right there. Like, that is like, because it's like, who are they, who are they going against? Like, yeah, she talks to Mando, but she doesn't really like side with him. I guess like so. It's just like what's well, his territory? I think you know what I oh, think. I see. Gotcha. The beginning of this, I think Mando going to talk to the Pike and saying the spiel that he gave, right? Mm-hmm. Fi- looking for the mayor, getting nothing. But I think the catalyst of it all was Cobb Vanth. Unknowingly, Cobb Vanth oh, taking yes. that spike. I think he st- he put this over the top, unknowingly yeah. doing it because he does it. And when Cad Bane shows up, he says, "Oh, don't side with Boba Fett." But he hasn't side. He doesn't even know what's going on. Really, he just knows that Mando asked for some yeah. help. Boba <laughs> Fett's not even in the equation for Cobb Vanth at this point. So I think he kind of escalated this even further than it needed to go because there's a point being made about don't run spice he says don't run spice and now they're like there's too much of this happening the syndicate's going to come in we're going to wipe all of you out because tattooing is is what we need to run spice yeah it's it's like uh what's that event that started world war ii it's like the assassination of the yes france ferdinand duke ferdinand whatever like it's like because this happened, all the dominoes happened. Like, uh, that was crazy. I'm a, I'm a little bummed out that uh, Jennifer Jennifer Beale's character is possibly dead. So it's like, oh, she's gone. She, she was at the front. Of her. She was at the front yeah, yeah, the, yeah. She was there. She was so, but like, it's, she was interesting. Like, she's a good side character. So I don't know. Yeah, and but, I think that's why you take her out, right? Like, you take yeah. out 
you you compare it to Quill in season right. one of Mando. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, a different, very different thing, but you have mm-hmm. to take someone out for the threat to be real. And that's what they've done here. And it's very, you know, it's, people are like, why would they take out the, the bot? Because this is this is yeah. warfare now. And it I think, sense, honestly, yeah. the, the, uh, the Cobb vamp, with the pikes at the beginning, I think that escalated this even further than than it was going to go quick quicker than it was yep. going to go. It was always going to get there, but that put them over the top. And I love I love that because, like you said, it's, with World War, this is how it happens. It's like straight up like mafia move, right? Like yes. they go in, they put the thing down, and blew it. Archduke Ferdinand. I was like, Which, is it Franz Ferdinand or is that just the band? <laughs> but this is but this this show is Godfather yeah. too, right? This is yeah, the yeah. Godfather for the whole time. We've been watching. We've been watching Corleone work his way up. Yeah. De Niro, uh, De Niro in the past, and then and uh, yeah. Chino in the present. We've been watching that as it's been ha- playing out. So it's it's been such a joy to watch, and um, I hope we get a season two. I I always was like, oh, we're going to get season two, but the way it's been going now, where they've kind of spun off with the Mando, maybe mm-hmm. we don't get season two. I'm also okay if they just like call this Star Wars. And um, <laughs> you know, one 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 month we're watching this show with Boba Fett. The next month we're watching Ahsoka, and they just say it's Star Wars. Go watch it, and it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter because I, I I did um they did say these were all going to connect. I didn't see it connecting the way it connected. I thought it was going to be like yeah. Avengers style where they're going to all separate and then at the end all get together. Yeah, but I too. love that they just kind of show up in each other's shows. Why not? It's Star Wars. It's a galaxy to take place in the same time period. Do it. And Brock, there are people that complain that the galaxy is too small, but I think the <laughs> argument I have against that is is this is the a genuine argument that I have, and that is if you're watching Star Wars, you're watching Star Wars, and we've brought this up so many times. You can watch Valerian, or you can watch Star Wars. One is one, one is the other. What makes Star Wars Star Wars? Yeah, what yeah. separates it from the rest? And and I just saw an article today on. The Verge or the Verve or Vergio or one of those mm. stupid websites, and they're saying it has a Star Wars has a Luke Skywalker. Problem. I saw. I was waiting for you to stop talking because I was going to say that exact example. <laughs> okay, you go then. I'll stop talking. You go. Oh no, it's you. I think you were hitting the nail on the head. It's just like, oh, now it's like a month ago it was like Star Wars has a Tatooine issue. I'm like, what? Like, okay, you can get bored of Tatooine. I I, I can understand that, but it's like it has a Luke. Skywalker issue, I'm like, I mean, yeah, they keep dropping them in, but that's like, how many episodes of Mandalorian are there? 20, 18, and then there's seven of these, or six, or will be seven of these. Like, he's in two. Like, I know he's kind he's of a main one. character from the original saga. Like, <laughs> he is arguably he's he's a face of Star. He is Star Wars, yeah. and you can yeah. love the stories that don't. You know what I what I was realizing, and I think we've talked about this on a podcast like five years ago, is we said something like Star Wars is here, and yeah. to get to these stories, you have to yeah. get there. And what yeah. this is doing is it's getting us to those stories. So right now we have to connect with the Star Wars that we know, which is originals, prequels, sequels. You have to stay there, and then you branch out. And now, because Mandalorian sure was in Clone Wars, was in Rebels, but that doesn't count no offense but it's the live action that counts so now we have that so we're going to keep branching out and eventually you won't need luke skywalker you might not need tattooing you might not need it but for now for them to set the stage to get further away from what you know and love you have to stick with what you know and love otherwise it's not star wars it's valerian yeah it's like you know like 
they tried some new stuff with the movies, like the sequels and the Star Wars mm-hmm. stories. They tried stuff and like it it was a mixed bag. I like not like the movies were fine, but the fan how to appease the fans was just a mixed bag of like we tried this. No, I don't like it. Do this. It was like, okay, we'll do this. It's like, no, I don't like it. So it's like they got took Mando and they're like, okay, like there's not a movie we're just putting on a thing and hopefully it'll launch our streaming thing and we're just gonna take it slow we're gonna try something new that it doesn't really seem to directly attach it just exists and we're just gonna take it slow and it's like every episode there's a little bit of story movement but it's like here's a character without like a skywalker or a lightsaber like, what do you think? And like, people were like, yeah, I like this. And then season two, they tried a few more things. They added all these extra characters. And now Boba Fett, it's like, they're like going hog wild. So it's like, like as much as they want to bring in people to do their own message, like it didn't work. So like, if you're not happy with them trying to appease, like get out of here. Like it, it's a solid, it's solid. Like you don't, like I said before, you don't have to like this episode, but like, it was pretty crazy. Like, it's kind of what we've like. This whole I would say this whole this season has been like, hey, remember when you pretended about Star Wars when you were a kid? Like, it's exactly what like, you know, it's great. Exactly what you're saying is people had a problem with the first few episodes of this show yeah. because Boba Fett was, you know, not the Boba Fett that they envisioned. I don't, Boba <laughs> yeah. Fett apparently is his badass, but he gets he gets killed by a temporary blind man by accident, and like you know, like fine, yeah. he's cool and all, but yeah. like, I and you know, people grow, and I think this show, I really, really loved what they were doing with the show, but people had problems with it, and like you said, you know, you try something different, people don't like it, and then this show though, this show had the foresight, and they're like, people aren't going to be on board with this. Bring in the Mando, yeah, and they yeah. went right there, and they're like, you know what, people might not even want that. Bring in Grogu. Because Grogu sells, and when he was on that rock, rock, and he jumped and did a flip and then fell asleep, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's crazy." When you think about it, like that scene, the scenes with uh, Luke and Grogu is like one is a complete either like a puppet or completely CG, and the other one is some dude that you'll never see his actual face. I wonder if it's that same guy from season two that was also one X Wing pilot. Like I tried to look. Yeah, you would think that that's why they got him to do that, and then they had him do. You would think. I don't know. Yeah, I I did read somewhere that someone said his they couldn't find his name in the credits. I did. No, his name wasn't. I just double checked it. That's the bummer too. It's like unless you know all the names of these people, it's like because it's like I I would assume whoever uh, Cad Bane the voice was or the body. I I think if you're a body like a double like just there. You don't get a credit, which is weird, but whatever. Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, because I had to figure that out through I, IMDb. So um, yeah, it was. It's it's just like there's so many like it's 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 not even a matter. I'm I'm gonna rewatch it because my wife wants to watch it. Like I want to rewatch this because it's just like this was fantastic. Like it's like. Even though they're in the desert, like everything was like vibrant. Well, I guess they were in a jungle for a large part too. It was like it was vibrant and it looked good, and it was just like, whoa. So I don't know. I, I it bums me out that there's only one more episode. 
it always blows me out when there's when the ending to Star Wars is yeah. is on its way. Um, just reading the chat. What? Okay, so we go in. We have Luke Grogu. Mando goes back. Goes toxic to. to uh, Boba Fett finally shows up for the first time in what feels like an eternity. We get Boba Fett taking on Fennec Shan, doing all the talking. She is the ringleader. We got the Mod Squad returns for <laughs> it. Love the Mod Squad. Can't wait to. Hopefully they do something next week. They're probably just gonna blow up. I'm surprised they didn't send them to the bar. Reshoot. Some nobody likes them. Send them to the bar. <laughs> I love Cyborg, so I'm all in on the Mod Squad. Um, and then Mando goes to see Kavanth. Kavanth and Cad Bane shows up. Takes out the Debbie, the bartender. Okay, we got to talk about the bartender, bro. We got to yeah. right about the bartender. Because the bartender was like, we're freedom town. Or free town. Yeah, we're free town. Freedom. Yeah. We don't do that. We don't, yeah, free town. We don't do that no more. We're not going to help on your war. And he leaves. And, but when uh, Cobb Vanth gets shot and is down, he's watching from the doorway. Yeah. And he also listens from the bar when Mando's talking. And he's really against it. But then he sees what happens and he goes right. right to Cobb Vanth and he's right there and he stands up and they give him a close up and he looks off. Do you think he is going to have a change of heart and he's going to uh, be the voice of reason to lead those, the Freedom Town, to f- be the freedom fighters that Tatooine needs against the Pikes? Oh, absolutely. Like, I think I think the people of Freetown are going to be this, the, 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 the dark horse, like the, the last, like, when stuff gets real in the next episode, they're going to come and save the day. And it's like, it's like the, the, cause like, that's like, that is kind of what's happening in this entire series where it's like Boba Fett isn't trying to take the power because he thinks he deserves it. He's like, this is madness. This is a, a, a cyclical where everyone is suffering and nobody wants to take control of this planet. So if you only understand, uh, force then we'll take it and we'll run this properly like it it works in so many things like he doesn't he like he was left for dead by Jabba and basically or like I guess he did it's kind of I get it like he he fell into the Sarlacc pit and no one came to save him but like that's his like no it's like enough of this like it's just endless violence and then like the the storyline of the mods where they're like they have to steal water because they can't buy it because there's no work because if you don't work for one of the gang, whatever, or it's like it, there's a whole injustice, and then Freetown is like no, so it's like like it's gonna be crazy. I don't think I don't know if Cobb Vance gonna be ready to be like gunslinging next episode, but like this is it. Like uh, it's great. I, I'm I'm psyched. It's it's yeah. I'm curious. Like I guess if like I mean season two. If we continue the storyline, if the Pikes are vanquished next episode or whatever, and, and the storyline of Mando doesn't need to come into this, I can fully see it like it's a ma- like the storyline is just establishing order on Tatooine. You know, so like are the other like uh the the, the people he had the dinner with are like, hey, don't mess with this. And as long as you don't mess with don't help the pikes, we're good. Like is he going to unite them or are they going to, is it, is the next step that I don't know. It's like, it's crazy. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen next week. I have zero idea. And it's going to be awesome. I assume a showdown. 
I got to read this. I got to read you this text from uh, Andrew Fantasia, who hates Star Wars and is not kidding. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, but I've never seen, well, I've seen the first season of Game of Thrones like 10, 12 years ago, whenever it was. But I'm going to ask you, he's, he, this is what he says he thinks of Book of Boba Fett right now. I feel like Book of Boba Fett is bringing us closer to a place that's more similar to Game of Thrones. Hmm. What I mean by that is a show with dozens of characters we're following, and each episode is kind of a grab bag in regards to which ones will show up. Yeah. What do you think of that? Not bad. But it's like, when I think Game of Thrones, I don't necessarily think of that as like, that's what defines. It is like in the books, like that's how it works, where it's like a chapter is someone's viewpoint, and you go from person to person to person. I just so, want to say, <laughs> sorry, Heidi and Rez. Oh no, from Heidi and Oh no, Andrew. <laughs> um, sorry, I don't know, but like I think he's right to an extent. Like where it's like the audience now is savvy enough to like you can throw a dozen characters every couple episodes at us, and we'll get it. If we don't get it, we'll stop watching, and you'll end the show. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like I can see that, like. Whether you like Game of Thrones or not, it was one of the first shows in a long time where people were actually waiting for the next episode and like were home to watch that episode. In a world of streaming, people were like, I have to be home at this time to watch. It's like the first time I had done it in 10 years. So, yeah, I don't know. It's... I. I we're a Star Wars podcast, so like we're excited about pretty much anything star wars so it's like i do get like i know i i you see articles where like oh marvel and star wars and whatever those movies are like ruining cinema i'm like sure but like it's just so engrossing it's like i understand when it dominates like this it is frustrating because it's like well what about a chance for the other people i don't know like i love it like yeah the other half of that is make something engaging and, yeah. and worthwhile, and people will go. I think, um, yeah, you know, and, and the problem is Netflix and and well, mostly Netflix. They buy everything. I mean, yeah, Apple Plus is buying up these movies. Netflix is buying them up, so they're not going to the theater. That's the problem. Yeah. Don't hate Marvel and Star Wars and DC because they're. I love when DC gets wrapped into it because they haven't really had a hit. But you, but like, don't blame them because they're you know the, like Disney is allowing them to go into the theater and take all yeah. the money. I mean, you said it. I don't know if you said this in the last episode, but you said it to me through text. It's like Boba Fett and Peacemaker. I have I, I've caught up on Peacemaker. Wow, <laughs> I haven't watched Lost in Space, but it's like it's solid television where you're. It's not just engrossing storyline. It's like. This is something you've kind of either dreamed of or never seen before. And you're like, wow. <laughs> I saw an interview with one of the producers. I can't remember which one from Peacemaker because they were talking about it. And they were talking about TV versus versus this. And he goes, he's like, he, uh, the producer, it's funny because somebody was like, they produced, they preferred uh, movies because it was two hours and that's like, you're in, you're up. Yeah. But he said, the thing with TV that's cool is like, you get to spend the time and, you know, create the character and, and and have the character grow and whatnot, which is what they talked to John Cena a lot about how Peacemaker's kind of grown as a character, which in the Suicide Squad, you don't get that because he's whatever. 
But what he said though was the, the one thing that really they benefit from is is that with streaming, it's not 22 minutes, it's not 45 minutes, it's how long do you want this episodes to be? And that's it. Like you see this with the book of Boba Fett. This week was 47 minutes. Last week was like 50. The one of them was like 31 <laughs> minutes. They're all they're as long as they need to be. Yeah, yeah. And as short as they need to be. They don't have to, you know, it's like, oh man, we gotta add in a scene here so we can get to that commercial break. They don't have to worry about that. And I think you're really seeing that with TV where, you know, a lot of times I think you can you can argue that they don't look as good as the, as a lot of movies. Some of them do, but not everything looks as good as the movies do. But the takeaway is you're getting it every week and they're, they're doing a really good job of, and, and HBO, HBO is the same though. Um, you, you know, HBO doesn't have commercials. So, you know, the episode of Sopranos would be 45 minutes, 50 minutes, 61 minutes. It doesn't matter what it is, you know. They could throw it in there, and that's how streaming is changing the game even more on that because they don't have to worry about the top or the bottom of an hour. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it is truly wild, like 47 minutes. But yeah, it's 47 minutes. Yeah. Um, and, and sorry, go on. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say last week, everybody said Bryce Dallas Howard needs a Star Wars movie. This weekend was saying Dave Filoni needs a Star Wars movie. It makes me, I thought, look, I thought Bryce Dallas Howard did a phenomenal job. And if they gave her a Star Wars movie, I'd be all in on it. Dave Filoni, same thing. But the name that everybody seems to be ignoring is John Favreau when it comes to this. He has written all of these episodes. He has plotted out this season uh, with Filoni, with Rodriguez. He's plotted it out. TV shows, unlike movies, it's the showrunner, it's the producer who really has the most influence on these. And the directors mm. basically come in and they bring that person's vision to life and they see to it. And I think um, the one thing, obviously, Bryce Dodd Howard and Floney have done, and they've proven it with the Mando, is they work very well with John Favreau in telling these stories. And I think um, I, just the these last two episodes i think this last episode really utilized the the volume the last episode i thought really utilized the volume i love that they're pushing the limits of what they can do and sometimes it's a little off kilter with what they do but you're like oh they're going for it they're they're just it's not just like a pan it's like a a one-off it's a one-shot they're going for it They're, they're really pushing the limits and it makes you excited for theatrical releases like thor and whatever else is being shot on this thing because you're like well if mando has a small budget like this a big budget marvel movie what can they do with that technology yeah like yeah you raise a really good point i completely forgot that they have the, the volume like that stuff just looks so real that i'm like yeah that's real that's they're they're in a forest like i'm sure like the daytime desert that's actually in a desert but like I completely, completely forget about that. Like, like it, it looks so good that, yeah, um, wow, like crazy, crazy. Um, one thing we have not talked about though, um, Luke's like, do you want to go with the Mandalorian or do you want to go with me? And I'm like, okay, I'm like, he's right, but like. Yeah. Well, you know he's going to go with Mando, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bummer. Like, well, unless he dies. Here's the thing, though. That is the most. And 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 I I saw um. I forgot his name up here. Ron. Ron 
this makes him resent the sequels even more. Mm. However, however, I don't know if Ron's still watching or not, but I gotta say, this goes right. This goes right into into the sequels. This is stupid. What Luke is what Luke is proposing to Grogu is so. First of all, it's un Jedi. Jedi's don't deal in absolutes. Secondly, this is like the path he can't follow. He's he's showing the cracks like luke is already showing the cracks in in the jedi order and in his own <laughs> in his own um whatever his own thinking about it yeah, yeah so we're getting we're getting to that luke in the sequels like it or not that's where he ends up and this is as much as he's awesome now and we love it now that to me was like ooh, that's wrong that's wrong it's so many, but it's wrong because he's gonna make wrong choices are going to get him there yeah yeah uh you know i still want to see the like the building of this jedi school and the the rise and fall of house skywalker um even though we kind of know what happens but like yeah i'm just sort of like oh this is so cool like it's just cool seeing like jedi jedi I, let's call him jedi master luke like we didn't get to see that we really didn't we got I'm a Jedi, like my father, and then we got here's a lightsaber. I throw it over my shoulder, like, like that. We want that, like it's just like I. Have, I think I've mentioned this, like it's in comics. Like I think uh, the Knights of Ren, uh, the Kylo Ren miniseries. Like you see, like young or like middle aged uh, Luke w- going on a mission of some sort. You're like. Oh man, this is awesome. <laughs> this looks so, like it leads right into Battlefront 2 as well, where he go where he yeah. meets up with uh you know the character in, in that one when you're playing mm-hmm. it. I look they're gonna get there. I think now though, with this technology, is like maybe we do get a young Luke TV show where we see it. And wouldn't it be cool if he lost more than just Ben Solo to the dark side or to something else? Like maybe that was like he's right. lost another student. And maybe he has to kill a student. And because of that, when this goes down with Ben, you know, that kind of, maybe there's more to the story. You know, there, there is, there, who knows? They can fill in the gap all the, uh, they want. I can't um, wait for it. He just says, I hope Grogu chooses the chain mail. Otherwise the spear was. It's like, I hate. What if, what if. Like, that was a big one. It's just a bummer because it's like, it's it, it's like choose your own adventure. It's like, do you want to go this way or this way? And you're like, I want to go both ways. <laughs> I love that too. It's like, oh, and then all the references to Yoda. We didn't even talk about that either. I was just like, oh. <laughs> um, and he's yeah. spoken riddles. He said he's spoken riddles. Do you know anyone that's spoken riddles? So Luke is like, where are you? Like Luke thinks he's from the planet of Yoda. Yeah. I'm calling a planet of Yoda, but he's yeah. he doesn't even know where he's from. He just knows he was at the Jedi. Ta- what a great scene, by the way. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's it's like you want to go with Mando because Mando's awesome, right? Mando is the new Boba Fett, even though is there's a Boba Fett. But then you also like, if we go with Luke, we're gonna learn so much more about the Force. Like, I know, like. We've seen a lot of the Force with the prequels, specifically in Clone Wars. It's just like it's 
that something about Grogu and the Force is different. It's like, especially because like they're basically. I mean, you could communicate with him without him talking, but like, I feel like Ahsoka and Luke are having a conversation with Grogu through the Force that we can't see exactly. And I'm like, I need to see more of that. But yeah, you've been on that train for a while. Like, it's like there's got to be something. Maybe it's nothing. I don't know. But like, obviously, like he's gonna go with Mando. I just. You know, it's it's uh this is interesting because like this is the like the Jedi and the Force that we're used to, but like there's a lot about this. Sorry to always bring it up, High Republic. Like they talk a lot about attachment, so it's like it's interesting the dichotomy because it's like it's like a lot is lost because the Jedi are taken away, and then like one of the failings is that the Jedi are too staunch on their rules. It's like. The High Republic is a little further away from that, but you're seeing it as like they're they're starting to understand why it's it's like he's like yeah that's interesting. It's like there's no one to say yeah. He's like attachment and you know obsession can bring you to the dark side, but there needs to be a balance, like in the Force. Um, it's wild. Like it's like it's a concept that George Lucas stole from something 40 years ago that it's still like. It's wild how engaging it still is because it's just like it's like you you just the concept is easy to understand but like you just like it's like you just you it's like faith right it's, it's the force is faith right it's like here's the thing it's kind of cool and there's a little bit like maybe it's a little magical it's a spiritual it's like oh that's really really cool it was like but when you go deep into it, it's like oh I don't know that's I don't want to get too <laughs> religious in this but like yeah like I'm just. I'm just bummed because we have one more episode and then we have to wait, which like I'm sure Obi-Wan's gonna be fantastic or and or whichever one it is next, but it's like it's like you could have made 15 episodes. You you know you could have. They could have done what Walking Dead did, where they would like the first half of the season is one storyline, the second half, and but it would have been good. Like Polly anyway. brings up Yoda's lightsaber. Yes. Luke has Yoda's lightsaber. How did he get that? I don't know. Who cares? It's just awesome. That's, that's the thing. Eh? Like, like, that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, how'd he get it? Like, it's like, so sorry doesn't for the, matter. You know, if he knew matter. where he lived, he probably left it in the shack and he went back there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Mr. Rez says next week is Rancor week. Will that be, will that be worth it? Because, like, we've only seen the Rancor for one scene and then his claws in another. Like, is it going to be worth it? You know what I mean? Like, I, is there... Yes. Yes. Is it? Like, I don't know. It's is, a is Rancor. It... I know, but, like, you're putting... Like, your plan is, like, we'll, we'll just release the Rancor. Like, we're expecting him to be riding that Rancor, but we're, like, does he make a relationship with the rancor like that's what you know we kind of want to see it we need a rancor training montage you're gonna want it <laughs> i get it look i i think no i think what's gonna happen is at some point they're gonna be like ah he's like bring out bring out my friend and he's gonna get on that rancor and they're just gonna go down the streets of masa yeah. going yeah. like this and you know what's gonna happen he's gonna dig and water is gonna come that's what's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. great you want to go to the odds Let's do it. The ability of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Ever. Ever. 
Never tell me the odds. Never tell ever odds, tell me the odds. Brought to you and me. And there it is again. I just by patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. We have a podcast. Why don't you support us? We try our best. We scream at our cameras into our microphones every week because we love Star Wars all the time. Um, so be one of the wonderful people that comes and support us. Because if you support us, we'll give you some stuff. I don't know. James does all the things. So there's always good stuff. Uh, we'll send you an 8x10 picture of Andrew Fantasia. I, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, look. That's what that. Everyone stops supporting us. Anyways, but these people are have been with us to the for from day one of Patreon.com. Their wonderful names are Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforce, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W. Rez is in the chat. Hi, Rez. Hi. Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl, Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, The Girls with Sabres, who we talked about earlier, and Dennis yeah. Nerds, who I will say, Josh did say uh, that Luke Skywalker was going to appear on this show months ago. So, anyway, thanks for ruining the show, Josh. Yeah. Stay in your den, you nerd. <laughs> <laughs> that's if you want if you want a patreon gift it's now an, it's an eight by ten of andrew and mr Rez has 15 of them <laughs> and they're all signed by rob who is in china right now working the olympics which begin friday awesome uh, i never done the guys the first one is from executive producer uh, heidi with uh, Fennec Shan and Cad Bane appearing in the Bad Batch, will Kenobi and Andor show be part of the Mandoverse? Will those shows be part of the Mando cinematic universe, or are they going to stay in their own little corner of the galaxy? I don't know. Um, I know that's I'm what not, we're asking the question. I'm not like against it, but it just feels like too far away. But like, throw. <laughs> Do you think Ming Nas is like, I don't need to work this much? <laughs> I think uh, he loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go 40% on this one because it's just like, how do you do it? Do you like put Cat? Actually, like, that's a good, it's a good idea on their part to put Cad Bane into, into maybe let's put him in Obi Wan. No, let's put him in Andor. Because, and, like, he's only going to have possibly one more episode. I don't know if he's going to be... I would assume he's in, but I don't know. Like, it's... He's only got the option of being in a episode and a half. So, it's like, put him in there and then explain to people that don't know who he is, who he is. And you're like, great. So, yeah, 40%. I think Obi-Wan makes sense because Deborah Chow is a part of it. She's a part of Mandalorian Season 1. There are rumors mm. that Filoni reworked a lot of those scripts for that show. Andor is, I don't know, that one's the one I'm not sure of. I'm going to go full Brock, though. I got to mm. go full Brock. I want them to be. I like. I would like, I mean, it's Star Wars. Theoretically, they should all be in the same universe anyway. Uh, but I'm not sure. I think that's, um, yeah, that's, it's curious. And I still think Solo, a Star Wars story, the 
best thing they did uh, and it didn't turn out, but it was Darth Maul at the end. Not because it was just yeah. because of the connective tissue it, it, it ended up having. Um, so I'm going to go full Brock. Uh, let us all know what your odds are in the comments below. Our next odd, uh, does Cad Bane work for Kira? Brock, is Cat, the syndicate, was the syndicate? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like... The syndicate is a collection of, of uh, gangs, and Crimson Dawn is in the syndicate. Sure. I, made that I don't up. know. I think... I don't... I just feel like the pikes... The pikes are just like, no... We do. We're it's us. Just us. We hire. We'll hire people, but no, nah, no. Nah, it's us. We're in charge. Um, but like, oh, could you imagine like somehow roping in Kira through Cad Bane somehow? I'm gonna go thirty percent. I don't know. Fifty one. Wanted to happen. Fifty one. <laughs> Uh, and our final line today, Star Wars fans as a whole will never be this happy again. Now, I don't like really read people's opinions on stuff like that. Is like the, the, the internet has gone crazy for this, right? Nah, it's kind of split because Star Wars fans are yeah. the worst. But like, yeah, the worst. I mean, like the, the good Star Wars fans that we actually like, will they be this happy again? Did this episode peak happiness and fandom in the good side of fandom? I think this is this is a big deal. I don't know. I I guess my opinion will be will be if like how Reham responds to this because she likes Star Wars, but she doesn't like let Star Wars control <laughs> her every waking moment. Um, I'm gonna go 100. No, <laughs> they'll never be happy ever. Burst. I'm gonna go. Um, seventy-one percent because I think they will be this happy again. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, I think they will be. I think there's going to be something, and we're all going to be very happy. <laughs> there, there, there was a disturbance um, in the force, <laughs> and it was called the sequels. <laughs> oh, top five. Top five. Uh, let, us, let us know your top five in the comments uh, below or to the side if you're watching live. Top five ways, Brock. Top five ways the Book of Boba Fett could end. How is this show going to end in a week from today? Next week when we do this show, we're going to be sobbing because it's over. Or maybe it'll be tears of how. Imagine if it ended as the Mandalorian will return next week. That'd be amazing. Uh, I think my number five is going to be the very end as he wakes up in the Bacta tank and is all finished. In a back to dream. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be like, like next week on Lost. <laughs> uh my number five is just Boba dies. He just mm. dies. He just he gets shot dead. It's like well, actually, actually, he wins it all. It all goes well. And he's hanging out with him and Fennec's grandkids, and he puts an orange in his mouth and, goes, and then he has a heart attack and dies. Godfather, <laughs> right there. Godfather. That's how it's gonna end. That's how it's gonna end. It's um, <laughs> a short book. He dies, but it won't be. It won't be an orange. It'll be that fruit that fell on the mayor's guy. Yeah, Lamora. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm like <laughs> trying to hear Zeb's voice. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so mad. You want to see me angry? 
Um, your number four. My number four is a wedding. It's yeah. a happy ending. <laughs> okay, so like you gotta understand Shakespeare. There's mm-hmm. drama. There's tragedies. There's comedies. Tragedies end where everyone's dead, and comedies there's like everyone makes it and like they're happy, and there's multiple weddings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number four is just Boba wins the war by riding a rancor. Boba yeah, I'll make that my number. That'll, that'll be my number three. Uh, rancor nation. <laughs> my number three is the pikes are forced out of Tatooine, but the huts sit in Nalhada with a new plan that brings on season two. <laughs> my number t- <laughs> they will never be happy uh number number two for me is they win on tatooine but then it goes out into space and they're like the pikes have fallen and <laughs> and someone's like what should we do next is like we wait and then turn and it's thanos what <laughs> no it's snoke it's Snoke. Oh, no, I'll switch that. It ends where it's like Snoke's like good. <laughs> uh, Heidi comes in with I'm thinking that Cad Bane had disdain for the Empire. He mentioned Boba killing, being a killer that worked Empire, and Cad did not seek money by capturing Han in the Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Um, my number two is. And this one, Brock, might seem out of left field, but I think the way the course of the show is going and what we've all hearing is it's Grogu riding a mythosaur. I think Grogu comes back, helps out his old friend riding the mythosaur because we all know that Grogu is not going to take the lightsaber, but he will win the darksaber in battle and lead the Mandalorians well after this the genius brock is that he's so damn old right now he's 50 years old right now so in 20 years he'll be 70 so he'll still only be an adolescent and by the time the sequels are over he'll be old enough to lead mandalorian mandalore so that is how it's going to go but grogu <laughs> is going to to uh do that yeah 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 is that your number, number one? one is to be continued that was my number <laughs> two what's your number one uh, my number one is an epic battle of some sort, um, and uh, it ends on like a cliffhanger. I don't know, like it's 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 like who are they fighting? Like it's like who is the bad guy in the pikes? Like it's just like they all look the same, and they don't none they none of them have names to my knowledge. So it's like who are they fighting? <laughs> Everybody, like they're fighting oppression. Like, what does oppression look like? Uh, my number one is Boba Fett leaves Tatooine in the hands of Fennec Shan and returns to Camino to live <laughs> out the rest of his life. Yeah, that's like, I mean, we've seen images of Camino, but I was like kind of hoping like there'd be a little bit more into that, but I'm not complaining. That's not where the story the story was. Yeah. Those are our top five. Let us know what your top five are in the comments below or to the side. Maul is the bad guy in the pikes. Maul's dead. <laughs> I wonder if they would change that if they could. But anyway, this has been our 240th episode, Brock. Boom. Amazing. Can you believe it? 
240 of these things. I cannot. <laughs> we'll be back next week to talk about the finale. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be... I don't know about the yeah. finale. My finale might suck, but the podcast is going to be good. Is what I'm saying. Two forty one uh, is going to be. A good... uh, they might also suck. You know. Have what? you it listened to our be... podcast? <laughs> could be a... no. I haven't. It could be a. It could be a double suck day. Yeah. Uh, but if it is, you chose to watch and listen. Like yeah, and subscribe. So this is your fault. <laughs> yeah, this is all your fault. Looking at you, Rez. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you for subscribing, for listening, uh, for Patreon, all that stuff. You guys are awesome. Brock, anything else you want to say? Uh, the last High Republic book just came out today, so it's a big Star Wars day. Midnight Horizon, it's the, uh, what do you call it? Young, the teen readers? I don't know. Not the young readers, but like the YA? teens. The tweens. YA, thank you. <laughs> the YA novel which will finish this like um wave this first wave of high republic so that's pretty cool uh it's, i've read everything except for this one so i am excited to read it um but yeah uh i can't wait till next wednesday <laughs> me neither he's brock i'm james thanks for watching everyone and brock you were always scum boba scum Scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.